This episode of the Mother Loving Future Show is brought to you by Amber Lestrange and Jenna Penrose with JMO 5000 Productions. Hi, Jenna. Hi, Amber. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. We are so happy to have you with us today for our episode, The Cannabis Question. Question. If this Question. is your first time with us, welcome. We are seriously happy to have you here in the wonderful cosmic world of MLF, where we're exploring self-healing, deeper relationships, mindful parenting, spirituality, and following our passion pursuit. All the good stuff. Fun all the stuff. best stuff in life. Sometimes fun. Sometimes really <laughs> hardcore. Mostly hardcore. If you don't follow us on Instagram, shame on you. You should be. We post all of our MLF news on there, and it's just a great way to keep up to date on our latest podcasts and blog entries. And what's going on with our lives since yeah. we, just, we upload all that stuff. Our little personal pursuit for a mindful life. We're really trying to give it a go and would just love you to join us. So without further ado, I would love Jenna to introduce today's topic. I know it's a really close one to your heart. <laughs> yes, it is. My heart <laughs> is in the shape of a cannabis leaf. Um, <laughs> so this is called the cannabis question. And my definition is... Is cannabis a drug that can disrupt our brain chemistry or a wise ancient healer with many medicinal qualities? Or, or can both. it be both? Or both. Uh-huh. So that's what we're going to discuss today. Okay. So do you want to give us, I don't, I personally, disclosure, I personally don't have much experience. I'm a little, pardon the pun, green on this topic. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not green enough, Amber. Not I actually have been green enough. I greened out. I don't know if you guys call it that we don't. in America. What's that called? What okay. That? That's when you smoke too much weed and you go green huh? and you get all queasy and vomit and pass out. Um, I've never heard of that. That is not a thing. That's an Aussie thing. Okay. So uh, what kind of, I don't know what kind of cannabis you guys have in Australia, <laughs> but that is not a thing I've heard of. Yeah. It's clearly not the right kind. So, uh, yeah, Jenna is far more well rehearsed in the realm of cannabis, the ancient <laughs> healer. Mm-hmm. I am really a rookie, but today we're going to, um, we definitely have two opposing viewpoints on this topic, which I think always makes for an interesting episode. And also a more full picture of the truth, really. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. There's well, there is no truth. There's no one way. There can just be your truth, right? Well, I mean, the truth could be that there we all are bio individual people, you know, with different reactions. Yeah. Well, if you zoom out one level further, that is that would be the truth. That's true. <laughs> the one and only universal truth. Right. As okay. a philosopher, I'm interested in like, you know, the capital T truth. Yeah, I love that. So how about you give us your experience with yes. cannabis? So, um, you know, cannabis is something that works very, very well with my body chemistry. And over the course of my life, it has really helped and healed me in many ways. Um, I, you know, currently do um, have cannabis pretty much every single day. Usually I take it as a... Um, a tincture or actually like an oil, which I make myself, which is two ingredients, cannabis and coconut oil. Um, so wait, cannabis or CBD oil? Or is, is it the same thing? It's not the same thing. Okay, so although most strains of, of cannabis, like pot, marijuana that you will get, it has CBD in it. Basically, um, a C- CBD is a ca- cannabinoid, cannabinoid, which is a type of... Um, Like part, like a part of the chemistry? Yeah, it's part of the chemistry of the cannabis Cannabis. plant. It's a type of one of the different 
compounds that is found in the cannabis plant. So that's one of many. There's different ones. THC is another one, and that's the one that's famous for what would be getting you high or having consciousness effects. And Um, that's taken out of CBD oil. No, the so THC CBD, is taken out. So products that are pure CBD with no THC in it are strains of p- cannabis plant which have been grown to only have CBD in it. Uh-huh, and okay. then those oils and tinctures are boiled down from the plants that only have CBD in them, compound in them. They've been bred to not have the THC in them for people who don't enjoy the, the consciousness effects or like the quote high um, effects of, of cannabis. And that's a huge, there's a lot of heat on the word CBD right now. I know, I know. Yeah, well, the reason, you mean heat meaning like oh, people like it. Yeah. Not like, like the police are trying to like get well, breathing down its neck or anything. Well, maybe that too, but heat is in, yeah, everyone's talking about it. There's a lot of hype around Erewhon it. Erewhon has an entire section under lock and key that's all CBD products. I know. I was at a girlfriend's house the other day and she said, hey, do you want, can I give Valentine just a little hit of chocolate CBD oil? Oh my God. What was your response? And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You were like hell uh, to the no. Oh, I'm like, wait a second. Are you trying to drug my three and a half year old? And she's like, no, 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 no. There's no drug kind of effects to it. It just helps him get a bit sleepy and he'll have a good sleep tonight. It's got a lot of healing properties. I give it to my daughter all the time. So did you give it to him? I was like, just a drop, oh, like so he, literally one some. drop. And he crashed out. Huh. But, you know but that Amber's going to be good knocking down <laughs> air ones. No, but I, I really kind of quizzed her on, whoa, 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 what does this do? What is it? Is it a drug? Is he going to feel stoned? I don't understand what's going on. And she took me through most of that. And the whole sell of it was it has a lot of incredibly healing medicinal properties to the immune system, to the brain, to so many parts of your, um, you know, functioning as a human. So yeah. do you know CBD, about those? Yeah, CBD is pretty... Um, Isn't it healing cancer? And Yes, but so, so, did, so yeah, so CBD is kind of like there's not nothing bad you can say about it. It's pretty much only going to heal you. And it's been proved so many times that it's now getting pretty mainstream that it is, it's, it's like a super food or a super thing that, that really heals you. Some of the healing qualities could be, uh, with immune function, with inflammation, with pain, with sleepiness, anxiety, depression, um, even addiction to other things, um, without any type of physical effect. No, with no, well, I mean, there's a physical effect oh, well, because it affects your physical. body. Yeah, but you're not going to feel. You're not going to feel high in the, in the tradition of of like if you smoke a bong. But um, I don't know what you guys are smoking in Australia. If you have something <laughs> called greening out, hydro, in which you, babe, like, hydro. Uh, so, anyway, but. Yeah, I think that there's also a lot of healing power in, I believe there's healing power in THC as well, because I believe that the consciousness effect basically brings to the surface of your mind anything that is stuck or stagnant in your psychology. Well, this brings up the case of bioindividuality, because that may be the case for you and your experience and relationship with cannabis, but when I take a puff on a joint, that is not my experience. I don't have this spiritual experience of it bringing up emotional, physical blockages that I need to heal. I just feel, I just get the munchies and want to go to sleep. There's nothing fun about it. So let me ask you a question about like um, another plant medicine, because I believe this to be a plant medicine, um, a wise healer. Um, 
so like take um, ayahuasca, which I know that you, you have tried. And in that case, it does bring up your, your blockages. It's a spiritual experience. It brings up blockages. It shows you how to work through those blockages. Um, and that can be like very positive. Mm-hmm. So I think it functions similarly to that for me, which is um, that it brings all those things up. It brings things to my mind. It shows me things that are blocked. It shows me insight, uh, but it's less intense and hallucinogenic and like really taking you out of commission like a Mm. hardcore hallucinogen would. But to me, it has that same type of plant medicine effect. And, you know, with that, with an ayahuasca example, it's like if you have somebody, you know, abusing ayahuasca, that could be like very not cool. Yeah. So I think that that is a main point we need to discuss today, which is I don't think there's an answer. Is it your friend or foe cannabis? I think it's all about a bioindividuality, like it works for you. And I know for you, you take it for anxiety, right? Yes, I have um, really serious anxiety that I would be medicated with pharmaceuticals every single day. And I choose not to go down that route, but I choose to take cannabis oil, which I make myself, like I say, out of two ingredients. And uh, it so, balances me out. Okay, so that's your medicine. That's my medicine. It is pure medicine. Like, And not only do I think it helps me on the, the mental level, but I think it helps me on the physical level. Like, I feel like no matter what sickness, illness, like thing has come at me, like I feel the healing effects of cannabis, like healing and regenerating me and my cells, my DNA. Like I feel myself regenerating with and it. And is there a specific strain that you're using to yeah. give you those type of effects? Because well, I know that some can make you sleepy, some can make you hyper, some could, there's all different kinds, right? Mm-hmm. So for people with anxiety, um, I would definitely recommend indica strains because indica strains are the ones that relax you more. Um, it has just, it it has a more calming effect. Whereas a sativa strain could have a more, uh, like hyperactive effect. And if you already have a tendency towards anxiety, you want that relaxation feeling. So for me, I go with indica strains. Okay. And do you get any type of adverse reaction or result such as a hangover, foggy brain, um, addiction? Is there anything negative that comes from daily using a a substance? Um, No. And it's interesting how you say it because it's like in the morning when I take my cannabis oil, um, I have all these powders, which I, you know, one is like collagen, turmeric, a sumo It's a supplement for you. It's a supplement for Mm -hmm. me. Like I take it in my little tonic that I mix up of all of my healing tinctures. I put that cannabis oil in that mixture and then I drink it. So for me, it's definitely not a drug or a substance or something illegal or whatever. It's not illegal where we live. It is legal here in California. And um, it's just a supplement that I take that helps. It's a medicine, Mm. you know? So if you weren't, if if you didn't suffer from anxiety Mm -hmm. and you you basically, you were telling me yesterday, you basically can't function in the real world, physically, mentally, emotionally, you're really uncomfortable unless... I'm not okay. Like I, I, my personality is, is not okay in the world. And it's, sucks, you know, but like, and that's why I was telling Amber yesterday, like if I liked alcohol, if alcohol worked for me, I would probably be an alcoholic. And I can remember past lifetimes and past life regression where I was literally died from alcoholism because I could not live in the world. It just, 
for many reasons and why I personally have that situation is a, a very deep and intense story of many lifetimes and this lifetime and missions and all these types of ancient wisdom that I've held from Atlantis, Lemuria, Avalon, things that are under attack, things that um, are misunderstood, um, a very intense mission. So because of that combination of factors and because of my hypersensitivity, it's very hard for me to just be okay. Mm. But you know what? You're an extremely unique case. Mm-hmm. I think it, just from both my brothers smoke it. Sorry, guys, for outing you. It's not legal in Australia, by the way. Well, you don't need to like <laughs> highlight it. Sorry, 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 it sorry, sorry, sorry. Cancel point. clear. Don't worry. They'll never listen. Um, but and and growing up, it was in my community and environment, and the people who smoked it was not for medicine, the medicinal properties or microdosing to manage an ailment of theirs. It was to to check out, to get stoned, well, to not feel the pain, the mental, well, emotional, the thing physical that thing. That's exactly the same thing. And I think I am an extreme case, but I think there are millions of people who can relate because it is no measure of health to be well adjusted to a sick society. Okay. But this is my whole point here. This is my whole point. It's not really about society. I want to go into it is because how can people, there's a lot of personalities that cannot function in, in the society that we have on earth. Okay. So this is my question. A lot. Okay. This is, well, there's nothing you can do about that. I would say you're the minority that you're just okay. Like I actually think most people just based on my empathic sensitivities to others, like I think most people are not okay. And most people are trying to medicate themselves. Okay, so this is my answer. Okay, this is my question. If you are running from your fears of society, feeling isolated, whatever, feeling isolated. That's not a compassionate tone because you're not listening to. Babe, you're not letting me finish my sentence. Okay, Okay, go ahead. If you are a person who is trying to mask physical, emotional, mental pain, which there may be a way to heal that besides masking it, don't you think that people should rather move towards it and go to therapy or go to a naturopath or go to whoever they need to in a sober state to get to the root of the problem rather than continuously mask it with a substance, whether it be alcohol, pot, drugs, well, uh, think, sex addiction, whatever, food? Well, I, my true answer to that is I think people who are smoking cannabis, even if it's mindlessly and even if it's in a in a way that is not like you don't like that way, um, but like they're doing it all the time or they feel they have to do it to survive. I feel like that is when it's cannabis addiction or so to speak, because a lot of people say cannabis is not addictive, which we can get into. But um, I believe that is moving them towards mindfulness, that it is moving them towards healing in every case. Because it is a healer, you're taking a healer into your body and maybe you need a lot of healing and maybe it's going to take a lot of that healer because you know what, like with a medicinal dose of, of oil, you're going to take more in than you could smoke. Like I couldn't, could smoke all day and probably not get as much as what I'm taking it as a medicinal dose. So people who are not taking an oil and they're just trying to smoke that dose, like they might have to smoke all day. And there's, I believe that they are moving towards their healing. Okay. But you're speaking from your experience yes, I and am. without it, you're not functioning. And I'm telling you right now, if I was smoking pot all day, I would not be functioning. 
I, so it would that, not be so serving me and it is not a healer for me. Okay, well, that you don't also don't have the compulsion to do so. You have no desire to do so. You don't need to. So for you, it would not be good, and so you're not. But for other people, and even your brothers could have different body chemistries than you. They could be more sensitive than you. They could be sensitive, and they could need something to cope, you know? And I have compassion for them because I think it comes out of pain and like out of a true desire to be better, but not knowing how. But don't you think there's something more empowering in moving into what the root problem is than masking it? Well, I think cannabis gets you to the root. I think so. In my experience and in my experience with a lot of people who have used cannabis in this way, a lot of really intelligent, really high functioning, really successful people, like they are all using it that way. And so I don't think it's personal to me. I think a lot of people use it that way. Okay. Well, let's just agree to disagree because I think that we are all bio-individuals. And for some people, I truly believe it is a healer. And it can light up their consciousness and lead them to what they need to do to face it without depending on a substance, a medicine, anything, right? And there are some people who it doesn't serve them and they're using it as a way to check out. I think that it's all... It's all happening right okay. now. Okay. Well, we, I will, we will agree to disagree because I, I would say that checking out in this case is healing, and it's moving towards healing. And it might not be a way that it's pleasing to you. But how can but you? Okay. So take heroin for example. That's a totally different example. And to put cannabis and heroin anywhere near each other in an example is okay. like not use even, alcohol for no, example. No, that's also not a, a medicine. Al- alcohol is a poison to your body. It's not a medicine. Takes- well, when I have one glass of alcohol, one glass of wine, which organic wine that isn't full of preservatives and all that crap is, is medicine. They say full of antioxidants and whatever else. When I have one glass of organic, beautiful red wine, for me, the edge gets taken off. I get taken down from this anxious level to be more, just to feel balanced and happy. So how can you say that alcohol isn't a medicine well, for me? Let me tell you, alcohol, it, there is like more than a million deaths annually caused by alcohol. People overdose from alcohol every single day. You can get cirrhosis of the liver from alcohol. There has been never in the history of history, one death from cannabis overdose, not even a cannabis overdose has been ever reported. So the fact that alcohol can kill you in too, if you have too much and also alcohol is like seriously physically addictive and there's all these people crash their cars, people are dead because of alcohol. But I'm not talking about the no, extreme I'm, case. But I'm, I'm talking I'm about saying, one glass. But I'm talking about it being a poison to your body versus a medicine. So I don't even think you can compare alcohol and cannabis like in that way. Well, I know know people that think that cannabis is a poison for the body. I don't. I know you don't. I have never met anyone who thinks cannabis is a poison to the body. Okay. Well, in my brother's case, who's a paranoid schizophrenic... Mm He was smoking a lot of weed. He had a very, he, we have schizophrenia in our family genetics and he had a very traumatic um, experience when he was probably about 18. His best friend died in a car crash and he was so freaked out by that and was smoking, smoking, smoking pot to check out with mm-hmm. it and just became completely comatose by smoking so much. Um, he then got tripped into schizophrenia. So I don't know if it altered his brain chemistry or whatever happened, or maybe there was something else involved in it. Maybe he also took ecstasy or I don't know, but I'm saying that, you know, I'm sure 
there are people in the world that have had experiences either with themselves or their loved ones where it hasn't been a, so much of a positive element in their relationship and in their life. So do you think that if your brother had never smoked cannabis that he would not be schizophrenic? Maybe not. Because it does hit you. I can't It hits say you that. when you're 18, you know, and maybe he was just trying to medicate himself, like cope with something that was coming up in his life too. I mean, I don't know your brothers personally, um, so I cannot say, but I can, t- I can tell that it has been a very negative Big time. For them. They just turn into sloths. They sit on the couch, slothing, eating crap, like really bad food, and just completely, they're completely unmotivated to do anything, to have a conversation, to be on top of their life. And it's really scary to watch that, you know, that effect. You know, and so that's your experience. And I cannot speak to that because I can say that in all my experiences, I've not experienced that. Mm -hmm. And with nobody that I know have I experienced that. Well, maybe you're around people who are able to use it in medicinal doses and use it to... And also, I don't know what you guys are smoking over there in Australia. Yeah, it may be some crazy stuff. not okay because that doesn't... Like that when you were describing like the the green out, is that what you call Um, it? uh, Greening out. (laughs) Yeah, like that's something that I've never heard of. And like that's... So you've never heard of someone smoking too much and then kind of getting queasy and vomiting or greening out? If you smoke too much, you will be opposite of nauseous. People smoke to not be nauseous. And I've never heard someone of getting queasy and greening out after smoking weed, like ever. So I I seriously would call into question what you guys are smoking in Australia. (laughs) I'm not the right person to ask. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, well, glad we're clear on (laughs) what team we're on. Not that we're on any team. I honestly believe that I'm I'm glad you've discovered this as a way to uh, be okay in the world Mm -hmm. and to cope. And I think it's great for you. I'm just Mm -hmm. bringing in... A conversation where it may be great for you and the person with a different chemistry, mm-hmm. brain, body, chemistry and composition. And also not just that personality where they have an addictive personality or they have maybe, you know, for you, your anxiety levels are up here. And when you smoke, it's a sedative and brings you down to mm-hmm. a level balanced place mm-hmm. where I probably am all the time. Mm-hmm. So and maybe someone else if and as I said, because I'm here all the time when I smoke and it becomes a, it's a sedative for me, I go down to a depressed place where all Mm -hmm. I want to do is just just be I I feel isolated and Mm -hmm. I feel unmotivated to move and lethargic but I have friends on your case that smoke and go for a a jog around the block and cook incredible food and write a novel and are highly inspired and creative with it yeah you know like people who are very highly creative and artistic and sentiment like sensitive those are going to be the ones that sometimes do can function well with it, you know? Yeah. So I, I think we're, you know, not that we're looking for wrong or right here at all, but I this think we both have valid points. Yeah. Um, do we need to shake it off? Do you want to shake it off? How are you doing? Deep breath? I'm doing good. <laughs> okay, let's both take a deep breath. I'll give you another example. I saw this... Um, this video where a kid was diagnosed with cancer and had a huge tumor, a brain tumor, and it was inoperable. And this was pretty much a death sentence in normal medicine for this kid. And the doc, they used, they ended up treating it with cannabis because there's a lot of research that cannabis actually shrinks 
tumor cells, wow. shrinks cancer cells uh, without damaging any other parts of your body. Because I believe it helps your immune system somehow. Like when I'm sick, I feel like my immune system is boosted or is somehow helped by cannabis. So anyway, even though it's smoke going into your lungs? Uh, well, I don't usually smoke it. Oh, oh okay. I you usually take it as an oil. So every day you do every the day oil? Every day I take it as an oil. Oh, I thought you were smoking every day. I Didn't I just explain that I... Oh, no, 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 I know you do that, but in the afternoon. Oh, yeah, in the evening after the kids go to sleep, I do have a joint with yeah. my husband. Yeah. But once again, that's just, yeah, that's just one cigarette yeah. per day. Okay. Um, but anyway, in any case, um, the kid that was treated for cancer was treated with cannabis oil. It was not treated by smoking um, because you cannot smoke enough. That's the thing. Like you cannot smoke enough to get a medicinal effect. You need more than you can smoke. So you need a concentrated yes. element. Yes. So um, they gave that kid this cannabis oil and it, you can see the brain scans and you see this tumor shrinking, shrinking, shrinking to nothing. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. I wonder if they had him on any other kind of elements. No. Not to discredit no, like, no, what it, the cannabis is doing, but diet and, you know, any other well, kind of Well, that was the medicine. only thing that they, they attributed it only to the wow, cannabis. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. No, I, I completely believe in the healing properties of it. I just think that each person needs to check in with himself and say, does this suit my constitution? Am I that person that it's going to embellish my life or am I checking out and there's something else that I need to face and I'm just kind of turning to something to numb me out to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and also, I mean, like if you have a family history of paranoid schizophrenia, that might be an exception. Like, I'm not sure, like you maybe shouldn't smoke. I'm, I don't know about that. So just as a public service announcement. <laughs> I think, yeah, anything that's going to alter your brain chemicals is probably not a good idea. But I also think it's, it's just, it's not that big a deal either. Like I think in, trying in, cannabis is... In CA, in California, it's not. I yeah. promise you in other parts of the world, in Bali, you'll get the death sentence. You will go to jail and you'll get the death sentence. Yeah, because it's a Muslim country. Yeah, it's in other parts of the country, it is a big deal. It's it's like if you get caught with some weed on you, it's the same as if it's yes, cocaine. Legally, yes. But in terms of like... I just think that it's it's if someone wants to try it and see how it affects them, it's not a big deal. Like you should feel fine about trying it. You know, like some people are like, oh, if you take acid once, you're gonna like have flashbacks and jump off a building or something. It's really not like that with cannabis, I think. Like you could try it and see how it affects you. Well, does it depend on what strain and how much you take? Uh, you don't think that's gonna affect someone's experience? Yeah, but it's like, once again, it's like the body can take so much cannabis and would never have an adverse effect in terms of like actual medical effects. Um, Yeah, I think I've only ever taken hits of a joint when maybe I've had a drink or two. See, and that's another thing. And I think that is the problem. What was the saying? They said, um, uh, weed before grass, you're on your ass. Grass before beer, you're in the clear. No, 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 sorry. Uh, Beer before grass, you're on your ass. Grass before beer, you're in the clear. Well, I've never heard that one. Yes, yeah, but so that makes sense. Yeah, clearly telling you not to mix your. I think if medicines. You, if you mix your medicines, that could be bad, and that could be where you threw up. Yes, that, that could is be where you throw up. That that could be that a is huge part of it. Yeah, that's the alcohol. That's not the cannabis. Yeah, and it, and I I do feel queasy and just like ugh. Yeah, it really does that not. That sounds like alcohol. I could be mixing it. Yeah, that's that's crunk. Crunk? Yeah. Is that what it's called? It's like chronic and drunk. 
Oh, oh, look at you. <laughs> All hip with the word on the street. Crunk. Crunk it. Kids, I'd be getting crunk. No. <laughs> I. Can you say that while flossing? Because you know that's the latest. <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> Come on. Go on. Crunk. Let's get crunk tonight, Amber. <gasps> ah, don't tempt me. You know I love a bit of a challenge. Okay, right. So, I challenge you to smoke weed without any alcohol. Okay, I might do that. I might do it with you. Right now. Let's do it after this. Why not live? Let's just get crazy. No, just joking. Um, Okay. So we're very clear on both of our perspectives by now, I'm sure. Um, And we're also clear that we do agree that it is a bio-individual experience. Mm -hmm. And then depending on your chemistry and where you're naturally at with your energy levels, et cetera, it can be a positive or negative effect. Yeah, sure. Right? Same as alcohol, I guess you could say. Yeah, same as alcohol. Alcohol affects me horribly. And so, yeah, that's right. And I have one glass and I feel much happier then. But then are you able to stop day. that one glass or do you want to keep drinking? Yeah, you see, this is my whole going against the point I made before, which is maybe instead of having that one glass, even though I don't think it's neg- negatively affecting me, like, I don't think physically, but even if, but maybe one glass of red wine is not going to affect you bad, but maybe it's a better challenge for when I feel like I'm craving that one glass because I know it's going to take the edge off. It's an easy way to take the edge off from my day, but maybe I should just run around the block or have a chamomile tea or there or face what it is that's making me anxious well, what if, and start what to if move what's towards making creating you anxious, balance in my life around what if, that. What if what is making you anxious is just the freaking world? And then unless the world's going to seriously come to the peace that they're talking about in the John Lennon song, imagine like you're not going to be okay. So <laughs> that is an empath. I personally think the average human's experience is not like that. I think it's a trigger point with anxiety. I hope so. A stressful job, a relationship stress, a money stress. I think, oh, you've had too much coffee. It's a physical thing. I think that it's an empathic situation, which is unique to you and the empaths out there where they're just feeling this amount of stress from feeling the yes. world and where Yes, and I need and to have a way to process that where I'm not taking it out on people and I'm not, I'm able to internally process it. I agree. It, you know? And I think for you, you're, you're self-medicating in a really smart way. Thanks, Amber. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> I'm definitely going to give it a go. I, in Actually, I'm going to smoke a joint with you with your magical organic It's going to be a lot more fun stuff. to drive home in traffic. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's the only way to deal with Is that traffic. legal? Um, sure. <laughs> I actually don't. I don't know if it is. Or okay, let's, you can let's totally... talk about this whole, the history of cannabis. Yeah. Do you know the history? Yeah. Okay. Why is an ancient healer been used since Egyptian times, ancient Indian times, ancient American times as a spiritual way to connect with spirit? And a healer for many different things only became illegal in America between 1916 and 1931, which is the same time as uh, prohibition. So, um, and like they thought, like the crazy Mexicans were bringing this marijuana, and that it was going to make you crazy and send you to the jazz club, <laughs> and so they just made it illegal along with alcohol at that time, and so. Because it, they got their foot in the door with making it illegal during the time of prohibition, it's been very hard to bring it back. So, sorry, you said alcohol and, and marijuana were, were illegal. made illegal at the same time. Yeah, in, hmm. the, in 1920, uh, alcohol was made illegal. But what happened when alcohol was made illegal during the prohibition time of prohibition, which was the 20s? Um, 
more people drink. Underground bars. Underground, bathtub gin, people dying from bad alcohol and, and more- Rocket fuel. More people drinking and like crazy getting and partying. Isn't you know? that the amazing thing about human psychology? Exactly. Reverse and psychology. Totally. I, I do it every day with Valentine. I'm like, like, do not hug me, whatever you do. And there is something in him that just needs to do the opposite because <laughs> he's not allowed to do it. He wants to do it. It's just humans. <laughs> So make something legal and it's not so much of a, like a draw. Yeah. And like, do you think that that's the tactic behind making marijuana legal right now? I think, I think the, the reason why people are making it legal is for money because it's, if you think about the financial aspects, it's crazy to have it illegal because you're spending so much money to make it illegal, arresting people, putting people in jail for like really long sentences. And then instead you, you could be saving all that money and be taxing it and making billions of dollars. That's what's going to happen in California. We're going to make so much money that the rest of the country is going to follow suit. That's what I think. And so, sorry, I skipped the reason why they made it illegal in the first place in the 20s. Because it, they were in, on some type of puritanical kick at that point and they just thought you shouldn't drink or smoke or party ever. Okay. Boring. Boring, but pe- it backfired. And it's just it's backfiring now. If you made it legal, it would be just, it'd be, people would be chill. Like people would be, like our society would get better, more conscious. Like people would like fight less, bar, less bar fights, like more people talking about peace and love. Okay. So what is your idea about the gateway, it being a gateway drug in regards to when people try pot, they then their psyche or their kind of mindset gets open to trying. No, my point on this is like, if you make it illegal, then it's a gateway drug. Got it. Because alcohol is not, if it's same with, if you make alcohol illegal, alcohol becomes a gateway drug because all of a sudden you've now crossed the line into Uh, doing an illegal drug. Got it. And in your psychology, you're like, oh, well, I've already done something illegal. I may as well try try heroin. heroin. Shoot me up. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Okay, cool. So yeah. Okay. And so what do you think, how long is it? It's only recently become legal in California, right? Just in January. January, it's wow. Just January. Um, but can I just say that... Um, Doctors are, are prescribing um, CBD oil. Oh, yeah. Like it's, it's a huge thing right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, any doctor who's well-informed would hopefully like know about the positive effects that cannabis can have. Um, one group of people that don't like cannabis... Uh-oh. <laughs> the pharmaceutical companies. <laughs> Big brother. Those evil bitches, man. <laughs> yeah, Jenna. <laughs> Jenna's swearing, guys. This is a big deal. She is passionate. I'm crunk right now. I'm just Are you kidding. Crunk, I'm totally baby. not crunk. And she's flossing. And she's crunk. And she's crunk. And the flossing. And I said, <laughs> evil bitches. Yeah, okay, yeah. so who I'm talking about is the pharmaceutical companies. There's, they would love, for example, to sell me a lifetime supply of anxiety medicine. They would of love course. that. Oh, my gosh. And they're they're not because I'm instead I'm choosing cannabis. And since so you can are they cannabis, going against making it legal? Oh yes, oh, they, bad will, competition. they will absolutely not like budge on that. They will not test it. They will not use it. They will. They are like stay away from that plant. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because they are scared. Because they know it can. It heal. will disturb their business. Oh, major, major. Like think about just cancer. If if cannabis can shrink cancer tumors, and they're making hundreds of thousands of dollars on chemo um, from every single cancer patient, they're not going to want somebody to just grow a cannabis plant in their backyard and heal themselves. Yeah, it's taking business away from them. And really, it all comes down to the dollar dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, down to the just trust in karma. 
with that one. That's a big battle. So, okay, what else? Um, you've got a note here. Do you want to do that? Um, well, just so she said, like comparison cannabis with other drugs. I just think it's not a drug. In my mind, it's not a drug. It's a medicine. It's a medicine. Okay. But people may misuse it or use it for the wrong reasons. Yes, I think that people are in pain. A lot of people are in pain and a lot of people don't know how to cope with that. And so that could be the reason. So let's talk about the addictive element or the non-addictive so element. So cannabis a bit of a, being addictive is very controversial. Many people say it's not physically addictive. But it's mentally it's addictive. Menta- it can be mentally addictive. Like if you're cr- using it as a crutch to like decope. Um, but you know, I have compassion for people who are using it as a crutch to cope because there's that they are, they have nothing else to lean on. You know, if you're going to have something like, like use something to mask a pain with, that's the best thing to do. Right. It's it's better than, and I would recommend it for people with addiction to other things. Like if you're having an addiction to to heroin or you have addiction to pharmaceutical pills. Did you see that show? No. Where he's trying to get off heroin and so... Does he start smoking weed? He starts <laughs> downing every other drug under the sun to keep him high so he goes through the um, withdrawal, withdrawal period from heroin. He should have gone with ecstasy. That'd probably be the most fun. <laughs> that'd be way... Yeah, that'd be great fun. Good excuse to just, you know, be on a bender for a week. Um, yeah, but, but no, don't do that. But on the serious note though, I, if, I, if you are addicted to anything else, I would try to switch to cannabis because cannabis is not going to hurt your body and a lot of the other ones will. Mm. So you, you make a point to only smoke organic cannabis yes. and sativa, is it called no, sativa? Indica. Uh, indica. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, anything else people should know about that to get like the best quality, the most medicinal high vibe kind of good, good version. I of mean, pop? go for the medicinal quality. I mean, there is a medicinal quality of, of cannabis you know, I have, I have a prescription, so I have a medicinal prescription. So I get the medicinal grade. Are you open with your family about smoking? Um, like how much it's a part of your life? No. Why? Not, I'm not. Um, because I'm not open with my family about anything. But if you were open with your I'm family I'm open with about, my brothers about it. Why um, do you think there's a stigma? Do you think there is a stigma? I think my family is very particular. Now, it's very complex because there are certain people who are totally cool with it in my family and there are certain people who like I try to hide it from. And what do you think their perspective is going to be? Would they be worried that you're doing illegal drugs or you're addicted? Like what would be their perspective? I don't I legitimately don't want them to think I'm crazy. That's why and why I don't would they tell associate them? craziness they think with I'm crazy. cannabis? They think already I'm crazy. But why would they associate craziness with cannabis? Well, I think they just think anyone who's doing drugs is like, that's a problem. And they would think of that as maybe like doing drugs. But I'm not sure anymore if that's even how they'd feel. I have not, I have not talked to them. We, we are very good at not communicating. <laughs> Definitely but something like, you to work on. I, I mean, like I would, it's like, for example, my aunt has cancer right now mm-hmm. and I think she should smoke cannabis. Like all day, every day. You mean eat cannabis? Eat it, smoke the, it. The medicinal one. I think she. Well, I think she should. The do, condensed. I think she should try to ingest it. I think she should stick it up her butt because she has colon Why cancer. Why don't you just make her a bunch of cookies? Stick it up her butt. Yeah, that was, I said it. <laughs> I said it. I thought you missed it, but I got it. So I've got a good idea. Why don't you drug her? Why don't well, you make a whole tried. bunch of cookies we, and cakes? Me and my cousins have all tried <laughs> to do this. 
but it's like they she have sniffs this, it out. They have like like my aunt sent my cousins to rehab for cannabis. Like they're so entrenched in their ways. Like and my cousins like did not even smoke that much cannabis when they were teenagers, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's like they were so anti it. Um, they sent them to rehab. They sent for them to smoking rehab. joints. Yeah. So she's not really open to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clearly, not a good candidate you know for what I mean? CBD oil healing properties. But it's also, but this is what I mean. Like, if she were to take a lot of cannabis in, I believe her mind and body would begin to heal. Like, I believe not only her body would heal on a physical level, but her mind would start to get down to the root of the issues why she's originally manifested this cancer. So you have a theory that, like ayahuasca, there is a a wisdom and an yes. ancient intelligence yes. embedded into the DNA yes. of the plant. Yes. And I, I for based on what people have talked... I talk, get on whatever you're on. People have talked about... The, the way people talk about ayahuasca trips, like it is way more intense than smoking cannabis, but it's similar in how the plant presents the answers. Mm-hmm. You know? It guides you yeah. and... Okay. Wow, that's a really interesting take. I like that. Yeah. Okay, well, I know what we're doing after this recording. <laughs> Um, okay, so basically the verdict of today's episode is that we have to drug your auntie. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> I have to start smoking joints with Jenna. <laughs> and um, yeah, <laughs> we got to announce it to your family. We've got to come out of the closet. I know. What <laughs> so, if I'm just like, guys, I've been in the closet and I just wait for a really long time. And then any I say, closet is not a good closet if you're coming say, out in their eyes. I smoke weed. <laughs> Well, can't, can't you maybe like put it in a, like, you could really be sneaky with this. You could get the CBD oil and get those veggie capsules and put some in the veggie capsules and then put it in a fake like vitamin C um, supplement bottle and be like, here, grandma. Oh, sorry, auntie. <laughs> Sounds cute, grandma. Here, grandma. Take these. Uh, and my grandma has cataracts and it helps cataracts too. Really? I really, I think my grandma would benefit. Oh, well, there we go. But they, they're just. Right, they're, that's your homework. My homework is I'm going to smoke a joint with Jenna and record it and report back to you guys. Like we'll Insta story it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Are we allowed to do that? Uh, we're in California. It's legal. You're right. Okay. Mm, the ancient healer. I can't wait to ingest it. Get on that level. Okay. So have we, uh, are we good now? Are yes. we back to being friends? Besties? We're, we've never not been. Come on, and, give me a hug. And part of... Oh God, that feels good. All right. Part of the reason why we are such good friends is because we represent both sides of the spectrum. That's true. Equal, opposite, yin, yang, divine union. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You should check out that episode, by the way. (laughs) Plugging the divine union. Um, Great. Well, I think that was, I think we've wrapped it up. Yeah. That's that's basically covered all of it. That's a wrap, folks. Um. What do, what do you think is a good invitation? Seeing so you're the ancient wisdom healer, cannabis guru. What would be an invitation without Try advocating? Cannabis. <laughs> Try cannabis. Oh, you just did it. <laughs> and if you don't, if you live in a place where it's illegal, travel. Uh, book travel to a place where it's not illegal. And then try cannabis. And then try cannabis. Well... Um, just to avoid any type of lawsuits or anything like that happening for MLF in the future, I may have to retract Jenna's invitation <laughs> to the audience. I will retract. I Okay, we'll both offer an invitation and whatever your vibe is, you can go with that. Uh, my invitation to the audience would be to really consider your bio-individuality. 
really drop in and what is the experience you have when you smoke cannabis? For me personally, I'm going to give it another go. Don't worry, Jenna. It doesn't have to be smoked. Do you want to try some of the oil? I can try the oil. What's whatever you want. Wait, with or without the THC? With. So the THC will still give my body a, an effect, like yeah. a high, right? Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. I think personally, my Jeanette, like my mom has the same experience. And I think, but funnily enough, my dad smokes pot and has always smoked pot and loves pot. So my mom mm. has an experience mm. where Jane's like, I got a meat dish, man. <laughs> um, my mom has an experience, same as me, where well, she I gets mom, queasy though. and just sleepy and just goes to sleep and doesn't have any positive And does she try it with alcohol or you don't know? No, I think, I mean, she's kind of like a 70s child. I'm sure there was a cocktail of everything there, but she just told me she can't smoke it. She's smoked it a handful of times and doesn't <clears> agree with it. And I think I've inherited that and it's like a genetic composition. But my invitation is really, really tune in to a resonance test with your body and cannabis and have a small, if you've never tried it before and you're wanting to, maybe just be really careful and don't just jump in like your experience is going to be the same as everyone else's. Really check what's good for your bioindividuality and go from there. Yeah, I think we can go with that challenge. <laughs> just begrudgingly going no, with it. No, I, I think that's a good I think that's a good challenge. Okay, great. And that's it. That concludes our very entertaining episode, heated, dramatic episode for today. Really makes a good show. A little bit of drama, a little bit of, you know, tension. Oh God, I hope so. <laughs> I hope it made a good show. Thank you so much for being with us today. We would not be doing this um, if it was just Jenna and I having the conversation. Maybe we actually would still well, be doing this. We would this. be doing it, but, but there we wouldn't do be appreciate. And... Yeah, we do appreciate you being with us because it is a um, collective kind of conversation and conversation. And if you like today's episode, don't hesitate to leave us a five star review because that just helps us grow, us spread the love and light. And we're really aiming for world domination in regards to consciousness being yes. a world domination and, and not, a mindful life. Not us being necessarily dominating. No, 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 no. no, no. But just this is a collective the, consciousness. Just truth with a capital D. Yeah. Just love with a capital L. That's it. And so we're so happy to have you with us. And we will fill you with us next week. TTFN, ta-ta for now. Bye. Bye. Visit our website, themotherlovingfuture.com for more information. And please leave us a five-star review on iTunes if you like what you hear. We read every single review and comment, and we are so grateful for your support. See you next week.